You're listening to Art Happens Here, the podcast that explores the often curious and occasionally amazing art installations on, in, and around the campuses of Lansing Community College. I'm your host, Bruce Mackley. Well, I'm here again with uh, sculptor Jim Cunningham. Uh, we did have a discussion on his amazing piece of artwork, um, Education and Community, and uh, welcoming him back to discuss another amazing piece that he did for Lansing Community College, our outdoor campus, um, Celebrating the Global Village. Uh, Jim Cunningham, welcome back to Art Happens Here. Thank you, Bruce. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm just learning by the volumes when I, when I talk to you and discovering your background and the intent of your your amazing work. Um, this particular piece, I can describe it, it looks like it's uh, made from stainless, is that right? It's all stainless. Okay. Stainless steel alloy 316L. And I don't know what that means, but I'll bet it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah, it's, <laughs> this thing is a- the, glo- the, the big deal has to do with its being that common alloy of stainless that is least likely to corrode outside. I see, I see. And most professional sculptors use that variety of stainless steel in their work. I see. Well, anyone new, anyone that's new to listening or hearing uh, Jim Cunningham, just a brief backstory, he is a highly, highly qualified uh metal worker and sculptor that has worked in numerous materials through the years over the decades has a number of um, outdoor installations around the world um, you know his portfolio site attests to his uh, his his technical skill and his level of his artistry this particular piece it's a it's a globe it's what you would consider um, a depiction of a globe as you would as a learning device on an axis you know, at, at a 45 degree, maybe angle. And, um, I'll let you take it from here. If you could describe how it was presented to you, the premise of the artwork, um, what you wanted to accomplish and if you were happy with it. This one is a little less complex than the, than the first one we talked about, but as I understood it, Dr. Knight wanted something spherical that he could plant ivy on. Hmm. That's the way I remember it's being presented. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of given my head to think what that meant. Mm-hmm. And to digress for a little bit, um, we talked about making metal sculptures as opposed to wooden and stone sculptures. Wooden and stone sculptures, you sort of chip away what isn't sculpture. Yeah. But for metal, you have to build up to the final position, and so you need a metal to use, and you need to cut the pieces of metal, and you need to be able to hook them together so they don't fall apart. And in the case of metal, that's usually welding. And so this piece is um, similar to several other sculptures that I have in other parts of the country that have a globe as one of the central elements in the abstraction. And so this is represents the world, the globe, the planet Earth, with longitudes and an equator mm-hmm. and an axis, and its pitch at 23 and a half degrees, which is the pitch of 
I the Earth should, and should has know something that's to do with why we have winter and very summer. Per, and very precise looking. I mean, it looks like it would be in a huge bank lobby with lights on it. I mean, it looks like uh, uh, science fiction almost yeah. in, it, in its precision. Well, it is precise. And, and origin, the first one of these I made, I had to fuss over exactly how it would work and program the Alro computer with the shapes of the longitude, with the precise dimensions of the equator, mm -hmm. with the axis, with what to do with the poles, because that's where it's all welded together. Mm -hmm. And so because it's in the Alro computer, I can make it just about any size I want. So usually I have made them, I've got one in East Lansing that has a two-foot globe. I've got one in my studio now that's got a three-foot globe. And Dr. Knight wanted a four-foot globe, sphere. And so uh, through the magic of computers and the stroke of a mouse, the programmers can enlarge it in such a way that the... Uh, that the laser can cut all those longitudes, which are identical. The laser can cut the, the disc, the circle, that is the equator. Uh, there are two pieces to each pole, and there's an axis. You've got to have a rod to be the axis to it. Mm -hmm. And all that, once you double-check all the tolerances, the 16th and 32nds of an inch widths and so forth, it's got to be quite precise the I pieces imagine. or it won't go together sure then it goes together yeah. almost like a hobby set and then it gets welded together so it won't come apart but it's um an example of how some of the newer technology not only of computers but of cutting uh, with lasers and water jet cutters and Excuse me, plasma cutters um, can be used, can be controlled by computers in three dimensions to mm -hmm. cut all this stuff out. Scalable. And so uh, this was an example of a metal sculpture that needed to be built, you needed to build it up to the final shape mm -hmm. by cutting the right parts out of stainless steel with a laser and a computer. Mm -hmm. And then I had, I welded them all. Yeah. together I have to polish them before you weld them and they're beautiful otherwise it's hard to I can't hard to, hard to polish it when they're all welded together and your um, your safety inspector was a little worried about the edges oh, yeah. I actually uh, was asked to come back and round over those edges so they weren't sharp enough to hurt anybody that's the kind of detail I like to hear about the uh, stuff that you just don't consider yeah so whoever yeah. your your insurance guy was <laughs> i bet i know who it is i know exactly who it yeah. is he's a funny guy too so i had to come back with an angle grinder and a big extension cord and, and knock them down soften those edges a little bit so they weren't sharp to the touch well i know that when you're away from it um you look at it and you're drawn to it, it like when i you want to see what it is you want to come up to it and, and actually i can't imagine i mean not to 
to be contrary to Dr. Knight's vision, but and I'm sure it'd be fine with plants all over it, but I can't imagine hiding it because it's that beautiful. Yeah. Well, I think that was his original idea. I'm not sure. Yeah, no, it's... And I have a treasured picture with me and Dr. Knight in front of it. Good. Um, it did get sprayed with some sort of plant weed killer by accident, and it caused some corrosion, and yeah. unusual for the 316L, but... and. Uh, so well, it may not look as quite as bright as some of the other. I know that we're pieces. we're rather aggressive with our salt because we're very aggressive with student safety here, and the way I understand it, as I'm sure you know, um, spray you know any kind of salt water spray in the winter time, you know, can do that. It can etch steel. I mean, over time, mm-hmm. and maybe that was a contributing cause. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly how it happened, but but. But it also brings me back to the issue of creating abstract sculptures, but then enhancing it with a title. Mm-hmm. And if possible, making it site-specific. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think in the first segment, I mentioned that I'd been in the Peace Corps. I've traveled extensively in, in Africa and the Middle East and Southeast Asia. I've just yeah. been to a lot of places. And one of the things that has really impressed me is that regardless of culture, of color, of religion, people are more similar than different. That people are just pretty much the same all over the world. And so I have the concept of a global village, that we're all residents of the global village, that that global village will be more obvious with the current pandemic because this darn virus has gone all over the place. It's going to be even more obvious as global warming continues and it affects the entire planet and the solutions have to be engineered by all of us. And your LCC student and faculty community has a large population of international folks as well. We do, well. we do. They're not all from Lansing. Correct. And so even though it was quite okay with me if Dr. Knight planted something around it and it climbed up on my globe, mm-hmm. I think of it as a celebration of the global village, which is reflected here Um in the, the people that you have on the LCC campus. That's it. intriguing and captivating. And so it's, that's, that's my, my concept of that particular yeah. sculpture. Well, anyone that's interested in seeing it, it's situated at the, behind the Arts and Sciences building, between the Arts and Sciences and the um, Mackinac building. I believe at the at the bottom of a staircase. Obviously, it's outside, but it's highly visible. You you can't yeah. you can't miss it. Yeah, it's sort of the northwest corner of the Arts and Sciences Building, whereas the Education and Community is the southeast corner of that mm-hmm. same building. And that was one of the first pieces of yours, I think I saw one of the early things. Uh, I want to say, yeah, that we installed that before. The yeah. other, the big piece. Yeah. It, yeah. Took, it was, comes together pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, there's an artist that I've admired for a long time. Um, I want to say Andrew Howe might be his name. He, he, he designs kinetic, these beautiful kinetic sculptures that they we try to describe one. It looks like chrome spoons arranged in a circle and they pivot and they all pivot inward at the same time. And it looks like it's alive. And this, 
you've been aware of this, I'm sure, for a long, long time, but it blew my mind when I found out he did all this on, on a computer. And he pushed a button, and it, it went, and it, it cut this stuff out of the steel, and he fabricated these perfect shapes. In fact, I was in Seattle once visiting a friend, and I saw one in person, and they're situated way up to keep people away from it. You know, it's like probably mm-hmm. 20 feet up, but you can't miss it with the sun coming off it. And uh, something about kinetic sculptures, you know, I could see your globe turning. You know, it probably didn't, wouldn't do well for people's fingers to be in there or whatever. But uh, no, it's beautiful. It's uh, it's very visually captivating. And I I don't think it's going to age. You know, I think it's going to it's going to look the same and obviously just to be as just as relevant to people, you know, 15, 20 years and beyond, you know, for our campus. So uh, well done. Well, yeah, stainless steel is an interesting I had to create a rather large piece for an international peacekeeping force in the Sinai Desert in Egypt. So here's a setting where very little rain, Mm -hmm. a lot of wind, Mm -hmm. a lot of sand blowing around. Mm -hmm. Um, So you need a metal that would be there for a long time as well, even in that setting. Yeah, uh, yeah other sculptures where there's water flowing over it yeah. most of the time. So it's, it's a learning process too, I imagine. It is. Yeah. It is. Stainless steel and bronze is, are the two more common uh, outdoor sculpture materials. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can tell by the smile on your face that you, uh, you, you deeply enjoy what you do here with, yeah. with the artwork. And I'm, I'm envious at your expert, your level of expertise with this stuff. I wanted to get into it forever. And, uh, well, advice for anyone thinking of retiring is that you've got to have a good hobby. <laughs> well, I think that's good advice, good universal Going home advice. and watching television is it's, not the solution. <laughs> no, no. Well, not for longevity at any rate from what I've understood. Yes. So, well, listen, Jim Cunningham, it has been a privilege and a complete honor talking to you and learning all these details about things that are quite honestly in the DNA of LCC now, your artwork. So thank you for, for visiting, and we're going to talk again, I hope. Good. I look forward to it. Thank you, sir. Albert Einstein once said, creativity is intelligence having fun. If you want to check out what I've been talking about, just visit this episode at lccconnect.org. Art Happens Here is a production of LCC Connect. Thanks for lending us your imagination.